Hey, what's up? What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Slizzy, and I got my guy, Mr. Mitchell, in the building for another State of the New York Knicks podcast, episode 76. How you doing, brother? How your day going, man? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right, bro. I'm doing all right down here. Um, yeah, we're still battling away, of course, with the fires, but um, on to basketball talk, eh? Um, what's, what's been happening, bro? Yeah. What's been happening? Yeah. Um, I'm, I don't know, I, I don't know how you could be all right. I'm fucking pissed off. I'm pissed off. I'm having a bad day. The Knicks is, is the main goddamn reason why I'm having a bad day. Um, we could talk about the game for a little bit, and then I guess we're going to get into at least three or four subjects. One of them mainly being Kevin Knox, but, bro... I'm going to be honest with you, man. Mike Miller is getting under my skin. And I need I need you to be the, a therapist right now. Because I, I need you to help me understand this, what the hell is going on here. So you start a starting lineup of Alfred Payton, RJ, Reggie Bullock, Bobby Portis, Taj Gibson. You're 17 games under 500. We just got punched the other night by the Lakers. And then you bring this same goddamn lineup back out. Frank Nellikina has been playing well both games. You still play this man under 20 minutes. You don't start Kevin Knox to boost his confidence. You got this guy. You've been, I don't even know if Kevin Knox played 30 minutes in the past 15 games. I need to look that up. Help help me out. What the hell is the what the hell is going on here, bro? What the hell is going what the what are the please help me out, bro, before I lose a nerve. <laughs> yeah, well the only thing that I, I could think of is because we we touched on this a couple of pods ago that we actually thought he was starting to get better with his rotation and he was. Um and now he's gone backwards again. So the question has to be asked, is someone else interfering and telling him who they want to, on the court for starting lineup? Because it it's starting to it's starting to seem the, the same way as Fizz. Like is is Mike Miller even getting a choice of who he starts? That you know, that that's where the question needs to start, I reckon. <laughs> oh my goodness. So if there's going to be a report that come out, and I know it's going to come out next summer, well, this summer coming up, if there's any reports that come out that Nick's management, upper management, told Fisdale who to play, or upper management told who Mike, who Mike Miller to play, that is idiotic, that is malpractice, that is ridiculous, that is blasphemy. That is stupid, bro. That is effing ridiculous. Yeah. That you continuously continue to start Alfred Payton. Why the hell I need to see Alfred Payton start, bro? See, the, <laughs> go ahead. Na- name dropping him, for example, even makes me question even more if, if say, someone in the management is, is having a say because we all know he's Scott Perry's guy. Um, Scott Perry drafted him um, years ago. Um, 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's Mills or Perry or if it's both of them, but it's just seeming that way because, as I said, I, I can't understand. Like a couple of pods ago, we're praising Mike Miller for what the job he's doing and the rotations, you know, he was learning from, <laughs> and then all of a sudden he takes three steps back, and I just can't understand that with with him. So this is this is why I'm thinking, just off to the side that. There's, there's got to be someone saying something to him for him to take this many steps backwards considering where he actually had this team. I mean, you know, it, it's just unfathomable for him to totally, you know, forget the rotations he was doing that people were happy with. Like, you, you just wouldn't do that. That That's why I have a feeling there's interference. Some, somewhere on the line there's got to be interference because they, you just couldn't have that dramatic – change that dramatic step back oh my you know what i mean and and um you know it's it's as if like he's gone you know four steps forward and he was going in the right direction and then whatever's happened has taken us three steps backwards so to speak so you know i'm intrigued to find out if 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 he's being told to play certain players and i mean i said you've got Guys on the team that are Mills guys, you've got te- guys on the team that are that are Perry guys. Um, yeah, it, it, it's got me curious, brother. It's got me curious. Um, why the hell? Uh, now I'm just going to start shooting questions at you. Stuff that's just mind-boggling. So you have Alonzo Trier sitting on the bench. Because I'm giving all the Knicks kids love tonight. Because I feel like we don't touch on all of them enough. So I'm going to just bring them all to light tonight. Why would you have a 40% three-point shooter on your bench? You're going to give me a lineup of Frank Nilakina, Knox, Barrett, Mitchell Robinson. And the fifth guy you plug into that goddamn lineup is Wayne Ellington? Are you fucking kidding me? What? Brother, can you please explain to me why the hell Wayne Ellington is fucking playing, man? I'm, I'm, it, it, it is, it is, it is ridiculous. Bro. Yeah. It, it, this is ridiculous, man. I mean, I mean, I, I'm actually looking at it now as a really bad hire because, you know, it, we, we, he was only signed for his three point specialist and he can't even do that right you know and if he's shooting and it's just not going in then I say sit him because he's not he's not in the plan for the future so I, I can't understand their train of thought with, with, with oh, not just with him but with some of these vets playing them more minutes over the young guys when the young guys are meant to be a part of the future going forward some of these vets won't be here next year some of these vets won't be here in two years you know um, but Ellington, yeah, is just shocking. He is just shocking. I, I think he's completely lost his three-point shot because he was shooting it better when he was in Miami. So it, I, I don't know if it, he's just—I don't know if he's just a system guy and he only works well in certain systems. But he don't work well in in Mike Miller's system or, or on this team. You know, he he needs to—they need to sit his ass and, and play Trier because Trier's just going away. Trier. Tri- Oh, you know, he's sitting there warming the bench. He's been doing that for God knows how many games. Oh, oh I'm just as pissed off with you on this matter when it comes to Trier. Yo, the, yo, the disrespect to Alonzo Trier is disgusting. Yeah. You're playing 
Wayne Ellington. If I'm Alonzo Trent, if I'm some of these young guys, I'm going to remember sitting. And when I come into the game in the future, they better bust some ass. Because I was watching Kobe Bryant interview, right? The other day I was watching it with, uh, I, I think it was um, All the Smoke podcast. It's with um, Steven Jackson and, uh, damn, what's this guy's name, man? When it comes on, I'll tell you. But anyways, they was interviewing Kobe Bryant. And Kobe Bryant was talking about how he was coming off the bench his first three years. And he said it killed him. He said it was killing him. It was eating him alive inside. He always came to work. He always practiced. And, you know, sitting on the bench was killing him. And I hope this light of fire up under all their asses because this is now practice, but this is utterly ridiculous. You're starting Bobby Portis. Yeah. He can't jump higher than my mother. No. My mother's 53, bro. And see, my mother is 50, goddamn three years old. <laughs> hey, what? This playing Kevin Knox. Go ahead, bro. I was going to say, like, we've got that bad of play that, you know, and another young guy that I believe deserves to be brought up from Westchester and they could send one of these vets down there to go and learn how to play the game again. Bring Iggy up. He's been dominating down there. He'd be better than Paul. Yo. You know what I mean? Like, um, you've got oh my you've got all these young guys. You've got Iggy. You've got Knox. You've got RJ. You've got Trier. You've got Dotson. You know, um, so there's some games that you sit back and go, well, he's there, he's ready. Why why isn't he getting the minutes? And I'd, I'd be playing him over Ellington if he's healthy and ready to go because at least he plays better defense. And, and when his shot's going, he whew, boy can get on fire. Oh, my goodness. You know? Iggy, you, you want to know what's so crazy about Iggy? I think I, I'm playing Iggy over Reggie Bullock as well, bro. I'm, yeah. Bro. I'm all in on playing all the kids. It, it should be no reason why, besides anybody not named Julius Randle, who is a free agent, to be playing above 20 minutes per game in any game after we're 10 and 28. Yeah. I don't need to see dude play basketball. I'm sorry. Trey should be playing. I don't care if he's ISOs old. I don't care if he holds the ball. I don't care if his defense is bad. I don't care. I don't care. No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah. I mean, like, a lot of people have been saying, like, if if we're going to lose, let's lose with the young guys and, you know, give them a teaching experience, you know, like, because all the vets are going to do eventually is start whinging about it, you know, which which they usually do. Um, I think the only one who's sort of not complaining at the moment is, is Mook Morris, but um, he's also, I'd have to say, one of our biggest trade chips too. Just because of his play. Yep. yep. So, um, you know, I know he wants to stay, but and and nope. you know, I've, I've heard talk that they might want to keep it, but he's too valuable of a trade asset right now. Uh, probably even more so over Julius Randall. Mm-hmm. You have to trade Marcus Morris. Oh, it's you, not even a. There's no question. It, it, it's no question about either you trade Morris or you trade Randall. If you trade Randall, then it looks like they just punted on their free agency. And they don't want to do that. They're trying to save face right now. So you trade Morris, you get a first round pick. If Morris want to be a New York Nick, he could be a New York Nick in twenty twenty summer. Um, let's, 
let's get to Kevin Knox, man. Mm. I am I Kevin Knox looks lost. He looks lost. He he's been looking lost the past few games. He's been yeah. looking lost the past month. Um I wanna hear what you think about Kevin Knox, but I'ma just throw a couple things at you and for the people that are always tell other people when it comes to Kevin Knox. You sign Morris, you sign Portis, Portis, who is a horrible defender, who's not athletic at all, who is a horrible pairing with Kevin Knox. You sign these forwards, you play them more than your ninth overall draft pick, your prime investment from last year's draft. The man is 20 years old. To not even give him the boost of confidence, you still don't start him. You start Reggie Bullock, which was very stupid, and it's still stupid that I'm seeing him start. And then you don't even look to call plays for him, or you don't look to give this man the ball. Alfred Payton does not have chemistry with Kevin Knox. He does not look for Kevin Knox to get him shots. Um... Portis doesn't pass to Kevin Knox. Um, I don't know what it is, but from everything I just said, I think it's a combination of everything I just said. I'm done with this front office when it comes to playing these older guys over our ninth overall pick. I want to see this kid succeed, bro. I think the rebuild, he's the key part to this rebuild. Yeah. We have to play this kid. What the hell is going on with Kevin Knox, Mr. Mitchell? What, what is going on? <clears throat> I, I think it's a culmination of two things. I, I think there's too many people on the roster that, not in my mind, but obviously in the management's mind, that they've got ahead of him, you know, when, when it pertains to the forward positions. Um and I and then and my biggest thing for him, I, I think he because of that, so it kind of goes two and two together, is it's knocked his confidence straight down. I haven't seen his confidence this low in a in a while. Um now I've been seeing ridiculous things on there, like people wanting to give up on him and trade. Uh, that's just nonsense. We're not we're not trading a twenty year old no. kid. If anything if anything, I'd be willing just for a little bit to send him back down to the G League just to boost his confidence and as well as give him some time on the damn court. Like, if they're not going to give him the minutes up in the, up in the big league, then play him in the G League. Let him get some minutes. Let him play with Iggy and Wooten uh, down there. You know, let, let him build it. Let him get away from the pressure, get away from the spotlight a little bit and, and go build up his confidence, work on his game. That, that's that's probably the, the what I would like to do with him right now is probably do that because he's just not getting the opportunities uh, at the moment. So nope. I'd rather build his confidence back up and then when, once that, once he starts showing out again, G League, bring him back up. Um, you know, hopefully by that time you've made a couple of trades to free up free up some minutes for him. You know, but him just. You know, the minutes has just gone down and down and down, which therefore has knocked his confidence down. And then, like you said, he, he doesn't play well with Randall. He doesn't play well with Morris. He doesn't play well with Tars. The, the only person on the whole damn team that passes him the ball is RJ Barrett. Um, I don't know what, 
what other people on the roster's problem is with with Kevin Knox, why they won't even pa- look at him or pass him the ball, um, you know. And and I'd just like to to remind people, and I'll I'll touch on this all the time. I'll just remind people: remember what Kevin Knox was doing at the start of the season before his confidence got knocked the hell out, you know. And 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 they started, you know, dwindling his minutes at the start of the season. That's that's the Kevin Knox you want. That's the Kevin Knox everybody wants to see. But you're not going to see that until the confidence be built back up and until he's he's getting used in a system that they're going to utilise what he's great at, which is, which is shooting from the ring and slashing into the hoop. Um, you know, so I think he might need a little bit of time just in the G League until they sort out what the, what the hell they're doing with the main roster, I think. And... Um, Hopefully that that'll just build his confidence up, you know, being away from the pressure. So um, yeah, that, that's how I, I feel about Knox at the moment. And yeah, I'm not ready to give up on him. I, I just want him to to build that confidence up and get better and get some time. Um, and of course, you have to play him with the right guys. You know, like if, we, if we're playing the young guys, you ran out like Frank, RJ, Knox, uh, Mitch. Friggin' bring Wooten up, we'll put him in there too. You know, if you ran with that five, I mean, at least he'd see the ball. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, at least his confidence would be yes. up there because if you had a starting five like that, right there and then, he'd be your second best scorer on that lineup behind RJ, and then then the other three would follow. So he, he'd be seeing the ball, you know. So, yeah, it's just a confidence thing. And as I said, playing him with the right guys. Mm. So, you know, you see all these ridiculous posts. You know, Kevin Knox is playing bad and blah, 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 blah. Man, to hell with all of that, man. Understand this man's circumstances. Yeah. The Knicks is becoming so stressful, they broke Jonathan Macri on Twitter. No. They finally broke Jonathan Macri. And what broke him was this Andre Drummond nonsense. Let's let's please talk about this Andre Drummond nonsense. Let me just throw this out yeah. the window right now. I don't need to ever see Andre Drummond in a New York Knicks uniform. Let me start it off right now. For the Knicks to even inquire about Andre Drummond, reeks of Scott Perry. Scott Perry is starting to get under my skin. Yeah, I don't care if you drafted Andre Drummond while you was a part of the Detroit management. You had Mitchell effing Robinson. Exactly. Mitchell Robinson had a bad game tonight. And I think it was because of that goddamn report that he's thinking about. It. I don't know. I think it was a part of it. But Mitchell Robinson had a horrible game. What the hell do the Knicks need with Andre Drummond? Well, I'll, I'll put it to you like this. I'll, I've been seeing the reports too. Now, if we didn't have Mitch on this team, then, then yeah, you could consider it. But because you've got Mitch on this team, who's pretty much just a younger version of Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond don't have an outside shot. He, he doesn't have the greatest offensive game. He basically does what Mitch does. Um, I, I, although Mitch is probably the better shot blocker out of the two of them. But, you know, it'd be – you'd have the same guys. You'd, you would just have the same exact – if you put them in the front court together – 
who the hell's going to stretch the floor between the two of them? Because neither one has an outside shot. You know, it'd just be an absolute ridiculous pairing. An absolute, because they're nearly, as I said, they're nearly the same player. And any Knicks fan out there that's wanting this, you're going to regret it if the trade goes through because we'll get, like, don't get me wrong, defensively wise in the paint, those two will be beautiful, but they'd kind of cancel each other out. And I just, it would be the most awkward fit I've probably seen in a basketball court. Um, you know, if, if you're going to go after a big man to pair with Mitch, you need to go for a big man that can stretch a floor. So it'd, I'm not suggesting it, but it'd have to be guys along the lines of a Sergi Barker or a Carl Anthony Towns or an Anthony Davis or just people like that that can stretch the floor because Mitch, Mitch can't stretch the floor. So you're not going to put two bigs that, you know, can't really do much outside 10 feet Together and it's no, you're just not, and and that contract is just it's just too big, you know. And, and I mean, apart from that, there's also he's had the same problem that Hassan Whiteside has gotten over the years. You know, one game he's people are like, oh, geez, he's just murdered that team. You know, he, he's got you know twenty points and twenty rebounds, and then the next game he he looks as lazy and uninterested as shit. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just not workable at, at, at all, you know. It, it's just not a feasible move. I, I think if the move was to be made, it would have to be one of the stupidest moves I've ever seen done by this organisation since, say, the Mellow trade. <laughs> Yo, oh, my goodness. And I love Carmelo Anthony. Oh, so do I. That trade was stupid. That trade was stupid. <laughs> Oh my god! He had to wait till the end of the season, bro, for that one. And he could have came over and played with um, Gallo and everybody else that we traded away for him. He actually would have had a better team to come into if they just had waited. But yeah, that's Steve Mills for you. Yo, Steve Mills, thirteen losing seasons. Mm. This man has thirteen losing seasons. Have you ever watched First Take when Stephen A. Smith used to get on Marvin Lewis? Yes. And he used to say, how dare the Cincinnati Bengals sell this product to their fans? This man has not won a, a playoff game in 17 years. He was coaching the Bengals. I think it was 17, 15, 17. I don't know. But for James Dolan, th- this is where I, I call for James Dolan to become a smart man. And I need James Dolan to do what's right. I don't need no panic moves. James Dolan needs to fire everybody. Mm-hmm. If, 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 if it comes down to it, I, he has to fire everybody. He has, because if he don't and the Knicks make any move that the fans don't agree with, because during that eight-game losing streak with Fisdale, bro, you can't – I can't tell you how many times I've seen Fire Fisdale under the Knicks Twitter, bro. Yeah. And I think Jimmy Dolan has a burner account as well. So, I think he reads Twitter a lot. Yeah. The fans will crucify this man. If they trade Frank Nilekina – I told my friend this the other day, and he laughed at me. He, and I was dead serious, too. If the Knicks trade Frank Nilekina, bro – the fan base, I'm telling you, it's going to riot, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That that They're going to make James Dolan sell a team, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. Something's bad. 
and and I, I mean, you know, like you know, I see the uh, as, uh, as we're talking about the trades at the moment, you know, and you, you see people talk about this, you see the reports on drum. I don't think that's the the logical better choice out there. Now, I've mentioned a, a smaller trade. Um, I've been reading the Lakers really, really like Marcus Morris. So, my opinion is: Do we trade them, Marcus Morris, and somehow get Kyle Kuzma back, who is young, who would fit this roster, who can stretch the floor, who I think needs to be removed from the Lakers so he can get out from AD and LeBron's shadow and be put on this team where he can actually showcase and. You know, I mean, he's, he's not doing too bad coming off the bat, but he can be a starter. And he, he was a starter before AD got there. So I, I think, you know, him just staying on the lake is just going to shatter his confidence eventually. And he might go backwards like Knox is doing. So he, he needs to he needs to get the hell out of LA. And I wouldn't mind seeing him in a Knicks uniform. And I, I propose the trade, as I said, like a Marcus Morris DSJ for Kuzma and Quinn Cook, maybe something else included on their behalf too, I suppose. But, yeah, I, I like that little trade. And it's a nice little trade. You know, it's nothing glorious, nothing big, but it helps us add a piece that I actually think would go well in the front court with Mitch because Kuzma will pass the ball. He's not a ball hog. Um, you know, he stretches the floor, which Mitch doesn't. So, you know, the only thing that Kuzma would need to work on and I know, uh, I think Donovan Mitchell in an interview touched on it the other week when he got asked the same question, was his defense. And he said, look, I, I worked with him through the summer. He, he wants, that's the end he wants to improve on. He wants to get better at. So I, I'm just happy that he's got that will, that he wants to get better at. And he knows what he has to get better at on the defensive end. Um, he's definitely got the size there and, and he can move on the court. So um, it shouldn't take him long to pick up on that end. But I think that would probably be a good trade for us. I wouldn't mind Kuzma. I ain't going to lie. A lot of people was is against that. Man, I wouldn't mind any trade for this team right now, man. Just just get some of these guys off of this roster, please. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, as I said, like, guys like Bullock, Ellington, uh, Alfred Payton, DSJ, and one of, obviously, oh, Portis, and one of, obviously, Morris or Randall. Like, you, whichever one of those two you're going to get rid of, you're obviously going to keep the other one. Um, so, I, I mean, I don't know that their train of thought. My train of thought keeps telling me that they're more interested in keeping Morris over Randall and looking to trade Randall. I, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, you can only keep one of those guys, which, whichever one they decide to. But right now, um, like I said earlier, I think Marcus Morris holds a little bit better value than Julius. Yep. Um, you know, um, Lakers aren't going to want him back. So, the, the – um, I think we might be stuck with Julius until at least next season. Uh, so I think people need to get that out of their heads. But everyone else can, uh, excluding Julius and the rest, and our young guys can go. You know, if you can find little trades, whether that's for second round picks or first round pick or whatever, then then so be it. But um, yeah, you can't get rid of Frank. And um, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind, as I said, the trade I just mentioned, just because I think. Quinn Cook could be a good little uh, backup to Frank. I like him a lot better than – I feel a lot more comfortable, say, with Quinn Cook running our offense once Frank's off the court than a DSJ or Alfred Payton. Um, 
you know, he's only six one, but he defends his ass off, you know, and, and he can can shoot three. He has a nice little game. Um, so I, I think he, he would be a good little extra pickup if we, we did that little Kuzma trade. But um, to the people worried about, as I said, it's his age. It's what he can do. Like I watched a game when he came off the bench. Uh, I think it was the week, uh, week or so ago. And he got twenty something points and seven rebounds or whatever it was. He, he actually had a really good game. And I thought, yeah, this is the game that he's coming out saying, no, I need you know more minutes. You know, I'm still Kyle Kuzma. Um, you know, he's not not he is obviously not not as good as what. It was in his rookie season, but as I said, I, I think that's only mainly because they added AD and a few others there. So, um, and then it was being reported he had a bit of a tiff or something with with LeBron or something that's that's all sorted now apparently. But um, yeah, it, it, I think that because they want Morris and he he and Kuzma kind of needs a fresh start. I think that we kind of uh, seem like logical trade partners in that sense. But that that'd be the only trade I'd look at, unless you're gonna, as I said, get mm-hmm. some picks from elsewhere as well. Um, there's not really much more out there. I mean, you're gonna get some big names that come up, you know, like your Andre Drummonds and that. But we don't need them. We don't have a need for them. Um, so the only trade I can see that that we kind of have a need for and would would probably work well with us is with the Lakers for the Kuzma and Cook. That that'd be the only thing I'm looking at. I like that trade, man. I like just to go back on something I said earlier. If the Knicks trade Frank, if they trade RJ, if they trade Mitchell Robinson, if they trade Kevin Knox, the fans is gonna riot. You promised yeah. us the rebuild. You punt on the rebuild. You do a quick fix trade for a team that's ten and twenty eight. That is stupid. But um, yeah, man, Kuzma's a good trade piece. Um, I wouldn't mind Miles Turner. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind Jeremy Grant from Denver. Yeah. Yeah, if he became um, available. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind Tory Craig from Denver. I wouldn't mind I'll, I'll, Anthony Simmons from Portland. Now that you um, you keep bringing up Denver, I must say um, we're better off keeping an eye on them because I have a feeling they're going to try and move Millsap or Grant because they're wanting to try and open up minutes and a spot uh, for uh, Michael Porter Jr. So I dare say either they're going to get rid of Grant or they're going to get rid of Millsap, but they're going to get rid of one of them. Mm. I wouldn't mind taking Jeremy Grant, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you that right Ooh, now, yeah. bro. I, I would not mind Jeremy Grant. Knox just need a wing. He just need a, a athletic wing next to him. Yeah. Like, why couldn't the Knicks trade for Eagle Dollar, get the first round pick, and just have Eagle Dollar groom Knox? Why? Yeah. I, I understand Portis, but Portis, I mean, Portis, Portis is goddamn awful. I understand Morris, but Morris is still kind of in his prime. Eagle Dollar, you could have, you know, traded for him, got the first round pick, you got the asset. Then you could have played Eagle Dollar, played Knox. Another little trade I noticed, don't get me wrong, because, you know, we're both sitting here saying how, how bad Portis has been. But apparently, <laughs> I was reading, for some strange reason, and it doesn't shock me because the team's run by crazy Robert Sava, but the Phoenix Suns have a bit of interest in Bobby Portis. 
Well, I'll tell you what, if they want Bobby Portis, give us Aaron Baines back. I'll take Aaron Baines. I'll take Aaron Baines. Yep. Thank you very oh, much. Yeah. Uh, thank you, thank you very much. With a smile on my face, right now, I take Aaron Baines off your hands. Shit. Man, oh, you said the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, man, I trade them Bobby Portis. You could give me whatever bag. I know they got a a, a bag contract on their roster, and give me Mikael Bridges. <laughs> yeah, and, and and we can have a nice day. You know. You can do that for me, or you can give me Jalen LaQuay. You know, they got some couple pieces. They got a couple pieces on their roster that I, I, I would love to post for them. But it's up to the Knicks. They just got to do it the right way. They got to – whatever trade you do for Morris, bring me back one young player and a first-round draft pick. That's all I'm asking from them. Simple. Bring – trade Morris – Trade Portis. If you could trade Randall too, whoop de doo it, 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 it won't disrupt my sleep at night trading Randall. Um, you know, trade some of these guys, get me a young guy back, and get me a first-round pick back. Then then you will be forgiven for the season. You will yeah. be forgiven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean um, – uh, as I said, I, re- I was reading a story about how close we were. I know we were close to getting him in the off-season, but he decided to go back to the Clippers. But I tell you now, I would have so loved having J. Michael Green on this team if we could have had him, um, if he didn't go back to the Clippers, because he defends well and and he, he shoot, he's he been shooting pretty well. He shoots pretty well. So I would have preferred him over Bobby Portis and, and, and Julius Randle. Um, I think he would have even been a better fit next to Mitch, to be quite honest. Mm, yeah, I would. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind that trade, man. The Knicks got to do something, bro. Be in the conundrum right now because the front office is walking on thin ice. Some of the young players on this roster, confidence is shooken. We're not playing a guy who's on the all-NBA second rookie team from last season in Alonzo Trier. We're seeing reports that the Knicks are not interested in tra- trading Marcus Morris, which is malpractice, which is stupid, which is effing dumb. With Oh, my God, that might send me to the hospital. But you see these dumb reports, you see these reports, and people wonder why the media clowns the Knicks. You know, other fans clown the Knicks. They clown James Dolan. All James Dolan gotta do, get Mills out of here. That's all you gotta do. That will cure everything. You will be out of the media spotlight. You won't, you know, just just get Mills out of here. And I will say this to you, too. Because the media don't talk about this enough. So I want to ask you this question, brother. No Kevin Durant this season. No Kyrie Irving for the past about two months now. Zion Williamson hasn't played a game yet. Chris Stapps Porzingis is allegedly out indefinitely after a shot in his left knee. We didn't, we didn't win the offseason. I think the Nets are on an eight-game losing streak right now. 
if I'm not mistaken, if they didn't win the game from earlier. I should go check that up. How are you feeling right now about the whole us missing out on Zion? You know, we missed out on KD and Kyrie. I think I'm good, bro. I think that's why I keep a level head when it comes to the Knicks, even though they piss me off a lot, like at the beginning of this episode. But I'm happy. I'm I'm happy that the NBA gods did not let the free agency go the way we wanted it to go. How are you feeling about that, bro? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it was good that we missed out now that you look back on who we missed out on um, because we all knew KD wasn't going to be available this season. Um, We don't even know when he's going to come back the following season. And we don't know how he's going to come back. So that that was a good part. Um, Kyrie Irving now with his shoulder, he's pretty much been shut down pretty much, what, the last couple of months now. He hasn't played. So, you know, that that was a good miss. Zion with, with his weight escalating and then him being out and had to have surgery. You know, so the, the, the basketball gods kind of looked uh, fairly... I guess you could say on us in that regard. Um, it's just that, the, you know, we, we, I mean, we had to spend the money, obviously, and and I think they just went for too many too many front court guys. I think that was the biggest that was the biggest problem with with our off season is we went we went too many on there. But you know, um, hopefully, we have a better off season this time around. We've definitely got to do better, um, you know, in interviews, um, bringing in the right guys, um, you know. So I think we're going to end up with a, uh, a top five pick uh, of our own, that's for sure, uh, the way things are going. Um, or we'll, we'll at least be in the top – I think we'll at least be in the top seven, the top seven pick somewhere. I'm going to go bold prediction for you. The Knicks is guaranteed top, a top two pick this season. Last season, I think I told you that we I, – I, I'm going to go look back on that episode that we did, the pre-lottery episode, and I'm going to see what the prediction was. I think we both said book it for a top three pick. I think we both said that, but I'm going to go back and listen to it. This year, I, we're due for a top two pick. I think we're not getting the number one pick, bro. So I don't, I don't think I think we're gonna get the top two pick though. Hopefully it'll be the number one pick, but we're we're due, man. We're due. We 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 suffered long enough. We need a generational point guard on this roster. I'm watching John Moran over there in Memphis, bro. He is cold. He is so nice, bro. He that kid is, yo, I, I, I can't even explain how special John Moran is. Salute to R.J. Barrett. I love R.J. Barrett. But Ja is a generational point guard. He is a, I'd say Ja over Fox. I'd say Ja over Trey Young. I'd say Ja over Ben Simmons. I'd say Ja, I'm, I'd say Ja over Devin Booker right now. That, that <laughs> That I, I can't even explain it, but man, it, it, it it's tough, man. It's it, it's it's tough that 
how did this season, man, is 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 growing on me, bro. It's it's breaking me, man. It, it's killing me, man. What the hell? What do you think is going to happen within the next few weeks? What do you well, think? honest prediction. You think the Knicks going to do something stupid? I have this feeling that <laughs> I'd like to say no, but I, you know, I, I don't know if um, I have a feeling they might do something stupid out of desperation. Um, you know, because they're they're getting. They're getting, you know, heat left, right, and center from the fan base, <clears throat> from the media, from everywhere, everywhere, everywhere they look, they get, they're getting the heat, they're feeling the heat. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'd like to say that they'll turn around, they'll do a couple of little small maneuvers, as you said, for a young guy that can come in and and play out or for some picks. Um, that's what I'm praying. Uh, but yeah, I. I have this feeling they're going to make some silly move, and and it, it's gonna, it's gonna if they do, it's gonna break up this team. Like this, this, you know, like if they if they go doing something silly like going after Drummond, I, I can't even I can't even fathom why he would even be a thought in their head. But that that's a big contract, and because he's an all star, and that, that that you're gonna have they they're gonna be silly and give up like Knox or somebody silly in that. Yeah. Oh, oh mate, that. Yo, oh my! Don't I, even say that again. Yeah. Don't I, even say that. Again. <laughs> no, I don't want to repeat it. <laughs> but don't even repeat yeah, that, yo. yeah, bro. Like, just do small moves. Don't, don't, don't. They just don't need to panic. But I have this feeling they're going to do a panic move. You know. From a for, on a scale of one to ten, how stupid will be the is going to be the panic move? So I can so when it do happen, and we do do that podcast, I can sit there and I can be like, well, at least Mitchell told me. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I don't know. I, I'm gonna go a seven or an eight. Yeah, I won't I won't oh, go full blown. I won't go full blown nine or ten. But I'll go a seven or eight because you know we've we've seen them do some dumb moves in the past. So, yeah, about the seven or eight, I'll, I'll give it. <laughs> oh man, yo, this goddamn management office, brother. I don't know, man. I don't know, but we got to get it together. Um, any last words for the people before we get out of here, bro? Yeah, well, I mean, all, all we could keep doing is, uh, you know, looking looking towards the future um, and what positives can come out of the future. Let's just all keep um, praying that our young guys, none of them get traded and, and get more minutes. Uh, hell, start, tra- start chance, Knicks fans. Start chance at, at, at MSG. You know, we, you did it for Frank and, and they gave us Frank. Let's do it for Trier. Let's do it for Knox. Let's do it for Iggy. Yeah. Let's do it for Woo Woo Wooten. <laughs> yep. Wooten. You know, we, we need we just need to chant, man. And, and and they'll hear us and and they'll they'll have to make the change, you know, because you know, they, they held out and they held out as long as they could by not making the change of front and then they just they just couldn't stop it in the end. They had to make that change because that's what the fans wanted. So That'll just be my only suggestion. Uh, let's keep turning up, keep being positive for our young guys, 
keep keep barracking for the young guys. If you if you want if you want swear and carry on at the vets that you don't like, be my guest. Push them out of town. <laughs> Push them out of town. That gives our young guys a chance. Um, but no, look, it, we all knew this season was going to be this season. Um, we we're kind of hoping it was going to be a slightly better. But um, yeah, let, let's hope our management don't make any silly choices here. We just want some small trades for picks. As I said, maybe a young guy. Keep on the path. Get to the draft. Draft Lamelo or, or Anthony Edwards. Um, one or two. And then continue from there and keep building. Uh, at season's end, you're going to also know whether or not Mike Miller is going to be the head coach or not, or if we're going to look elsewhere. Uh, right now, because he's too up and down, he's going to finish out the season. That's obvious. But don't don't hold your chickens in the basket yet that he's going to be a head coach next year either. Mike Miller's a dead man walking, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's a corpse on the sidelines, bro. I, I don't even, don't even one second in your brain think that he's going to be the coach next season because Dolan's firing everybody after this season. I, I, oh yes, I'm, I'm guaranteeing that. Um, he Steve Mills should not be the guy who's at the NBA lottery. Steve Mills should be fired before the NBA lottery. Yeah, and, and I, think, I think we need to pray that Dolan either brings in and gives full anonymy to either uh, Masai Ujiri or New York's own Sam Presti. It has to be one or the other. It, 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 it's got to be one I'd or the other. Sam yeah. Sam Hinkie. Why, why we can't get Sam Hinkie? The true tank commander. <laughs> yeah, because Sam, because you know, go, Sam, what Sam gonna do? He gonna force you to play the young guys. It, it ain't even a a, a, a debate. <laughs> but I'm gonna be confident in this roster because we got RJ Barrett and he's 19. I gotta remember that he's 19. He's in his first season. Yeah, yeah. So I gotta remember that. And what I love about RJ is that even though he was in the spotlight of Zion last season, he still put up numbers. So if we was to get the number one pick, and I, I pray to God it's either LaMelo. See, I want LaMelo. It, I'm, this team, we need a point guard bad. We need a generational guard bad. It, it is – we cannot go out of this draft without a point guard, bro. Eat – even if we draft Anthony Edwards, I think we still have to get back into the first round and still draft a point guard it, with all reality. Um, you know, enough said. You know, I guess we spoke for enough time. You know, we had to, we had to talk a lot today. I think we got to a lot, man. Hopefully the Knicks start winning, man. We need some wins. Um, the goal now, I guess, is the – Win more than 17 games. I guess that's the goal. We got seven more to go. Um, Salute the Knicks Nation. It's your boy, Slizzy. Episode 76, State of the New York Knicks Podcast. I'm out of here. Peace. Peace.